like this area, one little area, no student was allowed near that area because my cart was in there, it was calibrated, everything was ready to go, and they couldn't touch it. But I was utilizing technology because I was burning that board up right until one day this kid showed me up. I went, how'd you learn that? And um, Tiffany Sargent, her son is seven years old. He showed us up the other day. As much as we use iPads, as much as we do with iPads, we're standing in a planning meeting last week and uh, Tiffany said, well, you know you can split your script. She was talking about uh, Grayson and he would, she, she kept me with us because they had a vacation plan and she's like, well, we can stop. No, go on vacation. Don't change anything. So we really could change it. How many of you have split off your iPad screens? See, I don't have a clue. She's like, well, how do you do it? I said, you're asking me, I don't even know if anyone could know you could do it. But her seven-year-old has, has difficulty with communication. He uses that as a form of communication. Our students really do know how to utilize technology. Sometimes we are the, the crutch and the obstacle that gets in the way of them performing because we see it one way and they just, they don't care to explore. They don't care to really, I don't want to say fail, but they don't care to run into obstacles and then back up and start over. Did you hear about the high school student that just won $3 million on the Fortnite competition? I'm trying to find me a young kid to start playing Fortnite. My girl's 23 years old. My grandson's only three. I'm out of luck right now. Don't you think? I bought him a, a, ro a robot so he can start coding. Three. And she told me I was crazy. And I told her, you just don't know where Ron is going with that. You know, I, I know what coding can produce for our students. And, you know, at, at a year old, at 18 months old, if you're around little kids, you'll see that they, they scroll through phones. They scroll through iPads. He can watch anything on Netflix, whether it's on his TV, on the iPad, it don't matter. And he, he's three, he's been doing it since he was two, one and a half, two years old. So our students are really proficient. And that day in my classroom, I did step, stop and step back and I thought, I am really doing an injustice to my kids by not allowing them. Who cares if I have to calibrate it? every 15 minutes because somebody bumps into it. It's there as a push of a button. I know that gets, becomes a, a nuisance to you in the classroom. And all I can say about that is, I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm working on it. As things change, as things change in the schools, we're trying to replace, you know, you, you, if you've seen any of the new touch panels that are out, we're not putting, um, we're not replacing smart boards. We're putting touch panels in as you know as as money is available but as i please keep it back in your mind that i did we did just spend two million almost two million dollars on devices to get this one to one back in <laughs> and ultimately i do believe the board is going to watch me closely and see how this is progressing with teachers use before they allow me to, to just say okay we're going to flood all these classrooms with these touch panels and i'm going to take out all these boards for what reason 
They didn't want me to justify. And the next steps we have after this will begin on Wednesday. And that is with Eric Schinniger from ICLE. I know um, for a lot of people, when I say ICLE, it can be a thorn in your side. It can be a, a great piece. I firmly believe that English teachers love the fact, and this is my opinion, and I sometimes get in trouble for my opinion, but that's okay. Getting into that quadrant D with writing, an English teacher does not want me to do that because I don't have an English degree. And chances are, I'm gonna mess something up. And it's not gonna be exactly the way that it should look. Um, any paper I write, I would take it to my sister who is really good at that, and I have her proof it.
that is my the directive that I've been given that we will stick stay the course of this through the year. Our partnership with um, our partnership with ICLA, the rigor relevance framework. Mimi is going to give you. Okay. You're reading a book 
and you get them a candle. I can't. I know a lot of classrooms have candles because we get we get all those with levy grants. So instead of them actually having the book in hand, they're reading their candle. Now, if you're not an avid um, lover of reading, I can read off my candle. I can read off my iPad. I can read off my telephone. But I had a little fifth grade girl one day tell me, don't you love to feel the pages as you turn them? <laughs> I said, but the feel of the swap as you go across this. She's like, no, Lisa. Well, I know Miss Tinder's books were one of my former students. So each of these, as we go through the day and we talk about substitution, augmentation, modification, and redefinition, you can refer back to this and think, what kind of activities have I been doing? Where does it fall? And what can I do to start moving those technology tools into some of these other areas? Um, with Eric's work, we do have, and we're not going to, we're giving this to you for informational purposes. Nene's got one that is was written by Eric and um, Weston. I'm going to give you one that was written by a principal. It's a principal's reflection and the SAMR model. Now in the article it talks about, it talks about the fact that there are components of SAMR that might be a hindrance, might be cumbersome for, for a teacher. But I think that's through the process. There, we're not going to jigsaw all this. We're not taking the time to do that because I just want to give you some information on the process itself so that way you would see where, one, where Eric came from with his article, and two, the thoughts of a principal. In the article that, that Mimi is giving you, it does show you a a correlation to um, the root, the uh, water. Gaming app for math. 
So, you know, we try everywhere we can to teach math, math facts and uh, multiplication facts and get all that down. Prodigy was one that they've used forever. I got the request and everything was going Logan County. Wanted this app. So, going against what I was actually told to do, which was bring to the curriculum team, we'll discuss it, and then we'll decide what goes on. Last year, we only met one day a month. Well, that was way too long. I couldn't have teachers waiting that long for me to push on that. Pushed it out, and we're setting in the curriculum meeting, I don't know, one or two meetings into it. And I said, um, someone said, well, they're going to the lab, and they're using this, and they're describing it. And I went, that prodigy? Yeah. I said, well, I push that out to all their iPads. And man, all I went, and they said, I want the research on that. I went, I mean, I couldn't give an answer because I had no idea what the research was. And, well, Lisa, you need to go research that since you put it on there. I said, you And so we changed that around and now research comes with it when actually requested. But we, we did research Eric's work. We know the work of ICLE and that mindset and, and getting them to that higher level thing. Student engagement is a big factor. Um, we wanted to make sure that we weren't just going out on a limb and grabbing something just to be doing it. We can't, we got to get past the, we're doing this just to be doing it type environment. Truly, I, I really hope, even though we're in a tight <coughs> setting right now, and listen, after lunch, if you want to go somewhere else, I guarantee you, Eric Ellis will open up another room and he'll have tables up and we go somewhere else just so that you're more comfortable this afternoon. I don't have a problem with that. You all go to lunch from 11.30 to 1, possibly a little earlier, and we can make that happen. So that way we have good friends to move your elbows. So we really want you walking away from this with a true understanding of that language of SAMR and each of those levels. But you have to think about your teaching, your instruction. It's not about what I can tell you to do. It's not about what Kelly does in her classroom that she can change it. Now, Kelly can share with you how she moves these pieces. But what Kelly does is not going to be anything. Third grade, second grade, right? What Melissa does at Man Elementary is going to be totally different because they're even though they're so close in grade level it's still different especially compared to secondary what you're doing in math they're using prodigy yeah you know you probably won't go there it'd be something totally different so understanding how each of these levels fit together eric's work is going to as i said will begin on august the 7th august the 7th which is wednesday at the convention center he will have a full day. We, um, they sent me articles. They sent me presentation guidelines, anything and everything to design this around what <coughs> we want it to look like. The last one I got was Friday afternoon that said, "Do you want to do a keynote or a interactive session?" <laughs> okay, I don't want. My response was this: I don't want to sit and get. Right now, you're setting and, and getting information. 
Tomorrow I will be, well, in a little bit, you're going to be doing some other things. <coughs> Tomorrow it'll all be tech tools with some information added into it. You're going to be designing lessons that you're currently have worked on, going to be working on. Um, those of you who are, who are, are new, if you have here, first you're getting. Okay, so we're going to be
we have chosen a school for this week in October. Um, I will take the schools now, but I think we, we changed one, so I'm not 100% on the one that was changed out of that last curriculum meeting. I want to make sure, if I can get that clarified today, I will tell you tomorrow or at least, uh, maybe not. I might wait till Wednesday. I probably should tell principals first. Tell them that their school has been chosen to do this. Eric will come in and with the team, not a team from ICLE, a team of the school leader principals, uh, myself, uh, potentially Kathy Moore. We'll do walkthroughs in the classrooms to get observational data. It's not an adoption gotcha moment at all. We're looking to see what levels we're truly integrating technology. Because that will lead us into, we'll have a, a, a debrief from that, and then we'll, during the lesson, in the summers, the initial piece with Eric. In the fall, we'll do the, the uh, observations. During the winter, we're just gonna teach. You're gonna teach, you're gonna think about the Samar levels, you're gonna start moving your activities into those different levels. And then, in the spring, We'll come, we'll come back and they will come back and they'll do what's called a DPA. It's a digital practice assessment. From that, that's a two-day two day process. Everyone in the school, the eight schools, not every school in the county, the eight schools will complete that assessment totally anonymous and then we'll develop an action plan for the school. How we're going to continue this process. This is our third year with ICLE, so we'll see how that goes with this year with Eric. If we see this to be beneficial and helping these eight schools definitely move through that process of integrating technology, we'll contract and we'll pull in the remaining schools. We can get all of our schools in two years to go through this process. Not that we're not going to support the other schools while, we, while Eric is in the eight, but we're definitely going to focus and see what those results look like for the county. The classes in Logan County. All elementary schools have, are one-to-one -one with iPads in first grade through fourth grade. That's a little sticky because you have 15 kids, you have 15 iPads. If you have 25 kids, you have 25 iPads. Somebody moves, you get a new student, you don't have enough iPads. We, we stumbled through it last year, we're gonna stumble through it again this year, but we'll work it out. Um, this summer we've been working on trying to get everything clean, wiped, swiped, moved, rotated, and we don't even know where summer, summer's gone, to be honest with you. It's hard to believe that you all start back next Monday. No, not near long enough. Not long enough for us to get all the work done. And, our pre-K and K, they have classroom sets of 10. That could change as we, as all these iPads have come back in and some of them are much older. The, old, the older iPads with the, definitely with the larger plug, they don't update. They go to version like nine or up to 12.4 or something like that. And I know that's an issue. I had a conversation Yes, you can text me anytime you want to. Email me. I don't sleep. That seems like. I was talking to a teacher from Trattonville Middle, and she needed an iPad. She said there's a new state. And I 
they could potentially, if they want to return it back over to the police, we can unlock those. We do have tracking on them, so we will be able to see where they are. I know uh, in other districts, they had tracking on them. One was on the riverbank, over the hill, but they gave the police the area that it was located according to the tracking, and they went and got it. I mean, so it's one of those things that we just go and we do it. And we see what, I don't want to say we see what happens. We have decided, we told principals um, last week that if at their request, if they so desire, in, element, in middle and high school, we will put a cart somewhere in the building. If you have students who just absolutely do not feel comfortable taking a home, some kids know their home life. Some kids know, if I take that home, somebody's gonna take it, whether it's uncle, aunt, sister, brother, mommy, daddy, papa, neighbor, somebody is going to steal that. And they're going to, they're going to upon it, a piece upon it, do something with it. And so we are gonna have that option there that they could leave it at school and charge them to school. We don't want anyone, we don't want to get kids to go to I think about that with adults even when we're, we talk about giving iPads out and doing all these different things and I said, well, you know, how are we doing this and how are we going to So we will definitely, they will sign off not only on an acceptable use policy, there is a, another another piece that has to be signed off in order for them to receive the device because they understand that it is property of Logan County Schools if it's, and parents have to sign that. And I know that becomes, that becomes an issue, parents signing anything, getting that information back. Um, but we're gonna, we're gonna see how, how we can do this. If we have to do it electronically, get electronic signature, you know, we'll, we're gonna work through that as school begins. We're not gonna hinder kids from having the devices without, the acceptable use policy is a must. I get you all, everyone knows that though. They have to sign that acceptable use policy. Had that not been in place this year, it, a few teachers would have, would have got a real big bite in the backside on that one because of things that took place. And the student knew better, but because the teacher had that copy, that acceptable use policy, they could say, here's where he or she signed off and they knew not to do that. Without that paper signed, and that's for, uh, for us as well. And we have to sign those as well. Uh, the 712 will be take home and we'll see how that goes. Now, that becomes a, a mind shift of instruction. What are you gonna do different? You know, if you have homework, if you're doing homework, if you have assignments, a lot of people don't, don't, don't send homework home. They, you know, they know pretty much that when kids get home, what's gonna happen. You know, not the reality, but you know it will it will enable you if you venture down and uh, tomorrow T will show you a lot with Google Docs. Everything in Google Docs, you have the same thing. And we're not going away from the K-12 account. I can't do that because that's a state piece. So we'll you know we'll still stick with the the uh, K-12 because in elementary they have to have their K-12 emails, and we don't want to change that going into high school. Their, just their logins will change for the Chrome. The Chrome device will be, assigned, will be assigned to one person. It'll be serial number to that individual. So we want to make sure that you know that inventory stays in place. You don't want a 
and kids shouldn't give out their information. Bottom line, they should not. Yeah. You know, you can't stress enough the fact they shouldn't give out their their login Classroom. 
in, and um, either Tia will tomorrow will talk about classroom or I'll talk about classroom tomorrow afternoon. With classroom, you can manage everything. You can see, you can look at your computer, you can see where they are, what they're doing, what they're on, when they're, you know, in the school system. And, I mean, it's all right there. So, I don't know how that works when you're using a different operating system. But remember, it's a new ball game, and the guys are a little nervous about it because they said, comment was said to me, so we're giving teachers a new device and we don't even know the software. I said, well, technically, their job is to repair them for you. They're not, they're not supposed to be proficient in the software or anything like that. That's where we have to turn around and start looking at the for support. Has to come through the, you know, people who have a, a hand in that. It's and, and so this is kind of out of their out of their area and it's a little uncomfortable. Right now. So it, it's um it's very very much growing pains for us. But those of you in middle school, now high school you have the SAT, so you're good to go. You don't have to use a computer. Those of you in middle school don't have to worry about those epics. Everything that messes up, put in <coughs> elementary. Well, I know you all do iPads, y'all worry about your iPads. 5th through 8th, all the updates that take place and it, and it messes everything up, photo, whatever's running in the background, can't log in, don't happen anymore. So, I mean, that's truly what that push was that pushed us over, the, over that bridge to go ahead and go from. We are looking at Clever. Have any of you heard of Clever? Clever could potentially be a single sign-on for us. I have worked with, I'm working with HMH, Pearson, McGraw-Hill, um, anyone that I can think of, uh, imagine math, anybody that I can think of that a <coughs> true bridge needs to take place with Weavis. You have to sit and put all your students in all these programs and their multiple programs. I can pull every student in Logan County into Clever. I mean, literally pull emails, roll them in. Well, I don't have to do that. All I have to do is set up the policy, and it pulls them in automatically. They would log into Clever, and they would be logged into all of the curriculum components that you have. That is a work in progress, because I can't get all of the textbook companies to talk. They all say they have it, and they use it, and um, I shouldn't have a problem with it, but they have to approve my app. They have to, I send a request for it, and then they have to approve that. So we are working to try to make this as seamless as possible. I know that as soon as you get your class list, you start inputting names and you know trying to create your classes in those programs. But we're, I am trying to, um, and it bridges nightly. This pro, this program paused like June, June the eighth, maybe. At 8.45 last night, I got an email that told me Clever still paused for your district. And, you know, I think it's set to start merging this week. So that way, as master schedules are, com are completed, it will pull those in. We used it last year with um, blueprints for pre-K and K, and we used it at Logan Middle School for their ABE program in um, their in-school suspension. They had a program that students had to go in, and they didn't have to, to move the first person. As kids moved out of Logan Middle, 
That night when it branched, after they were removed from Weavis, it took them out. As they were enrolled, it enrolled them that night. Not only enrolled that day, but it enrolls them to 24 hours thing. It enrolls them at 845, or it enrolls them, moves them from school to school. There's no more you having to go in and set all that up on a teacher's side. So hopefully after, you know, for some reason, I can't get textbook companies to work at 10, 11, 12 at night. <laughs> if I could, it would already be finished, but they keep, I send them emails and they don't reply until I'm in, in trainings or in something somewhere the next day. I do have a phone conference with HMH, um, hopefully this afternoon if he gets back with me, and we'll see how we go on that. I know everybody has a different curriculum that they use, but HMH, Pearson, McGraw-Hill, any of them that I'm not getting off the top of my head. Is there anything for Spanish that I would need to? I mean, those, it falls in it's, one of them. It's in the, the Glencoe-McGraw-Hill. Okay, I was, I was thinking it was in one of those. <coughs> That's it's Discovery. So I need to I need to find out about that one, how that one would work. We want all their curriculum to be on the devices, so we'll go from there. And the, the concern when we we had conversations this summer is that the iPads were used for um, Imagine Math. And technically, they should be used for everything, not just Imagine Math. You know, I, I know that we bought them with that math initiative and we started, you know, pushing the use of that. But we, we discovered that I didn't, I mean, some of them I put robot apps on, some of them I put other little things on, but most of them it was just, um, you know, it was they used it for imagine math. Not that that's a bad thing, but we want to expand that as we as we go on. Okay, some thought for yourself now. I need you to think of think of a lesson that you use technology as a tool to support instructional outcomes. I need you to take a few minutes and write down how you use how that technology was used. Did it work the way that you planned it? to use it, and do you think it could have been, do you think you, I may have it really wrong, do you think it could have been used in a different way and achieved the same goals of the lesson? So take just a minute, think of that lesson because you're going to need that lesson this afternoon.
Password. Yeah. 
What's the lay idea? And I posted like a different question. Literally, I mean, it just, it just prints this way. It I don't mean, matter how, what printer I use. It don't matter what I copy it on. It's just a lot of information. So it does like have the QR codes. I thought that was probably something. And then this one had to do, like, he repeated through something yeah, different about mm -hmm. the pharaohs. Once yeah. sent back to the pharaohs. They're supposed to put their name after they put, like, something about, answer that question. So that way they can, everybody can go on this. The QR code is on there, so you can scan the QR code. Go on there and like comment and, on them and look at different people. And see that. And I think everyone knows that with the QR code, <laughs> when you scan, you don't have, a Q, you you do don't have to have a QR code reader. We all know that, right? If you have an iPhone, I don't know about the same, I don't know about Android. I'm not, yeah. I'm not really doing Android. But if you have an um, iPhone, all you have to do is flip your camera and it will show you the QR code off that. What does this SAMR stand for? Is each letter's yeah, substitution, augmentation, modification, redefinition. Oh yeah, that was at the bottom of that. Yeah, right here. Go back and check those. Okay. So the use of QR codes in the classroom for various, with various names. What else? 
kind of helped move my, like, keep my lesson flowing, and then I kind of showed the kids how to use a play, like, to come up with their own and bring it to the class. Did they pick up on that, like, with Swayco? Oh, yeah. It's so user-friendly, they probably shouldn't have any trouble with that. That, yeah. Second grade uses Sway. I'm sure everyone in here has heard that about PowerPoint. And you know what I'm using in PowerPoint. And I'm mean, technically, truthfully, the reason it's PowerPoint is simply because, Tomorrow's is not even put, even put together because I'll do that this afternoon after everybody goes. And so, I mean, it's just one of those things that Sway is another presentation form, though, that allows the students to be a lot more creative with what they're doing. I, how many have heard of Prezi? Which is back in, you know, I won't say back in the day, but it really is kind of back in the day. Uh, yeah. Um, Sway is part of the Microsoft Suite. So if you haven't had a chance to look at that, you know, you could. Thinking about the QR code piece, checking the answers for forms. If you if you put on, if you put um, Donita, I'll get you all these handouts tomorrow. Thank you. You're very welcome. I know that's you talk about Sway. Yep. PowerPoint has issues on the iPads. You can't use some of the newer PowerPoint that's like copying a lot of them stuff. The Sway does. You can they have no issues with copying and Sway. Plus, you can also find pictures and videos that I can on the website. So I do know, and I use iPad a lot in my class, and, and we had issues with PowerPoint trying to type on the, uh, on the actual keypad or on the actual, keypad, on the actual uh, iPad itself oh, yeah. okay. on PowerPoint. But Sway has no issues with typing. It's all there. I started to create this presentation in on my iPad. <laughs> So that way, I, I was going to use it that way. But then I was making, I made 40 flashcards last night, and I was using that computer, so I went ahead and just did it on this. So now I did not know that, that it has an issue. I've never really created one. I presented from my, my iPad, but I haven't typed on it. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, you know, some won't have any issues, some will have issues, but Sway is one of those that's potentially more user-friendly. And uh, Miss Graham, second grade. So second grade students can, can catch on, they're not scared of anything. That's the big piece, they're not scared of anything. Um, with the QR code, forms. Now, that's what I created the technology survey in, was forms. It is a big, 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 huge, huge, huge disadvantage if you do not have your student's email account. I mean from, I don't care to say kindergarten on, it is a huge disadvantage. Now I know British thinking, kindergarten girlfriend. <laughs> I want them to figure out how to turn that baby on, touch them off them. But in the if you if you ever have the opportunity to look at and it was some of the best training sessions that I that I got to do. I keep looking at this. I wonder what that's doing. I'm looking at the access points and they're really distracting. The infrastructure kills me sometimes. Um. If you look at the technology standards, not everyone up in the air. If you look at the technology standards, technically, by the end of the, it, they're set up in in K two, three five, and then five eight and above nine twelve. If you ever had the opportunity to go through any of those and look at the progression of how where they're supposed to be with technology, by the time they leave 